Hey everybody, Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Wow, what an episode today. Been talking about it for a while, and uh, and it finally happened, and it was awesome. Sandra Bullock is today's guest on the About Last Night podcast, making her podcast debut, her ALN debut. Um, she's just the coolest, man. You know that, obviously. What you see is what you get in movies, in uh talk show appearances uh interviews she's just uh salt of the earth man cool as cool and sweet as she is funny and gorgeous and um it was an awesome chat i hadn't seen her in a minute and uh i felt like uh like the good old days um that's my old man voice she actually critiqued in this episode a lot my my uh my girl voice that i do uh like the, the 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 voice i use in my act when i portray a a gal and uh we talked about my mom uh, a good chunk, and and she gave me a hard time for the voice I use for my mom. Um, talked a lot about her family life and uh, kids, and talked about my nieces, and we kind of compare uh, and contrast um, just you know how evolved these kids are these days, and and her you know full catalog of movies and and the making of movies and chemistry on set, and the first time I met her and how nervous I was and motorboating her, and we cover it all, and we laugh a lot, and uh, you know it's a, it's just a, a really great hour and change chat with one of the coolest people on the planet and uh i think if you're a fan you're gonna really love it because uh it was just a, a real simple conversation you know what i'm saying like no no cameras no lights no uh extra glitz and glam of the press junkets that she's accustomed to doing it was just uh just us and it was awesome so um enjoy the hell out of this this special episode and um Tweet at us. Hit us up on Instagram at ALN Podcast for both of those handles. Adam Ray Comedy on Instagram and Twitter at Funny Brad, Brad Williams Comic on Instagram. AdamRayComedy.com for tour dates. BradWilliamsComedy.com for tour dates. Uh, this weekend, where am I going to be? I'm not going to be anywhere this weekend. My next tour date ain't till uh, July 5th through the 8th when I'll be headlining the San Jose Improv in San Jose, California. Tickets at AdamRayComedy.com. I love that club. San Jose Improv, July 5th through the 8th. Then July 20th and the 21st, they'll be at Wise Guys Comedy Club in Salt Lake City, Utah. Tickets at AdamRayComedy.com. Brad Williams this weekend will be at the Brea Improv in Brea, California. I think those are hometown shows for Brad. They are. Fullerton, where that motherfucker's from. Brea Improv, June 15th um, through, uh, through Sunday the 17th. And my birthday is on that 16th. So go to a show and get fucked up for me and heckle Brad. <laughs> that is my birthday wish. Um, all of our tour dates, again, at adamraycomedy.com and bradwilliamscomedy.com. Um, aboutlastnightpodcast.com for past and present episodes. So many great episodes from the past few weeks. Jeff Garland, Joe McHale, Melissa McCarthy, Sal Volcano, Anders Holm, Pete Holmes, uh, Adam Devine, Jim Jeffries, Melissa Villasenor, Melissa McCarthy. Uh, so go back. Listen to those apps. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, the Laughable app, which I love to use. Um, and get your merch. Get your Alien beanies, your hats, your uh, your shirts, your your sweats. Uh, buy them at aboutlastnightpodcast.com and wear them to shows. Huh? We'll sign them. We'll take pics with you. All that jazz. Uh, I think that's it. Let's get to the episode, man. What a fucking great conversation uh, in a very special About Last Night podcast episode. We got the tour dates, Twitter handles, and merch info out of the way. So sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with the one and only Sandra Bullock. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. 
want no podcast. Eric loves dinner or breakfast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of the day. So come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. Um. All right. I don't need headsets or anything. I don't know how nope. Do you, yeah, you just... Yeah, just Hey, so I can make going? sure we sound good. Do you talk low like on PBS, like like this? Yeah, you can. Sweaty balls. <laughs> yeah. uh, the language, first of all, just I want to. It's allowed. Top. Yeah, I'm assuming it's all allowed. Yeah, wouldn't it be great if I was like, could you not say sweaty or balls? Sweaty balls. I've always wanted. To, you got to tell me if that sounds good later on. It sounds great. I have morning voice right now. I'm not. You sound great. I sound like I smoked like a pack of cigarettes. It's good. Yeah, and, and you smoke. did. Let's just tell the viewers what's going on with you lately. Sh- a pack of morning. Sweaty balls at 5 a.m. <laughs> and some sweaty balls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, is this? Early, f- um, yeah. My tea. Can it's I tea for the listeners. It's tea. Drinking. It's always tea. Mm. You're the one who got me on tea, actually. Are you, how are you doing with that? I'm doing all right with it. Yeah, let's talk about me. I'm, I'm thank well, you for coming here. This is about me. So you? look, it's well, look, uh, when I was a, ten. I, I played the clarinet. Why we turn this into a health show? Yeah. Uh, the tea is. Look, I still love coffee. Of course. But um, it helps take. It's a different type of caffeine, right? It's yeah. It's it's yeah. gentler, but it's also but doing it's better for you. Nice to your body. Yeah. We're trying to be more cognizant of that. Yes. As you hit the clubs late at night, pound the beers, and then wake up and have to do a podcast. Wow. <laughs> Did I nail last you night? you spying on me? Did I nail last no night? No beers last night. I don't usually drink. If I have a couple shows, I try to not drink beforehand. Really? Yeah. Well, like, no, do you don't think after. I don't think beforehand. No, unless it's like, like I'm going to Arizona tonight for the weekend to do shows, and like I'll pick like one night to... Just hit it hard? Trash a hotel all. room? Yeah. Apologize, make amends. You have not become a true comedian if you don't trash a hotel room. Yeah. Have you trashed a hotel room? Never. I yeah. mean, I've left it and I go, ooh, I'm so sorry. And then I yeah. leave an extra big tip just because it was a tough, like it's usually for press tours, there's plastic bags and pasties and stickies for your boobs for all kinds nice. of gowns. And then I just go, I'm not cleaning anymore. I'm just going to leave a lot of money on the end table and just go, I'm Aww. so sorry. <laughs> sorry for the pasty mess. I'm sorry for the pasties. Do you think the staff gives, gets some sort of heads up like that they know that there's sh- an actress oh. there that like there are certain things that are going to come with the prep? For like I think a press so. Junket. I think so because as I've done repeats at, at hotels, you just get like more and more plates of like dipped chocolate, like copious amounts of like sugar. And I go, "What is on?" And then a bottle of tequila. And I go, "That was Whoa. back in the day." Yeah, <laughs> but I appreciate it. Wait, is the hotel setting it up for you when you come to yes, be like, yes. "Welcome, welcome to the La Quinta." The La Quinta. Here are our because I know that's San where Bernardino. you're staying. The La Quinta in San Bernardino. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, have you done a podcast before? No. I, I, you know what? I've done you do, three press tours. I've done like radio. Have I done a po- You know what? I may have. I don't know. I mean, I... Not one that I can remember. So this will be the only I love one that. I can remember. Let's just say for the record that what's you've your, never what's done What's your one. audience? Um, most, men, mostly men and know? women. But mostly men and women. Okay, yeah. good, good, good Do we know the numbers? Yeah. Good balance. Yeah. It's, they're great. I would love to start getting that like... It's third grade. And I was like, <laughs> that is my market. <laughs> You know my comedy. Lose it's class, third grade. Lose class now. He's going into third. I got that market nailed. I Whoa, spilled ice do cream you? yesterday at the end of the year social you- party. And I put extra toppings, extra whipped cream. Third grade is mine next year. <laughs> I was just going to say, you uh, have got to be like uh, trouble for the other parents because like you're so cool. And Actually, no. No? No. <laughs> 
I think I'm the parent that looks to the other parents for help. I'm like, gotcha. When is free dress day? They're like today. Yeah. I'm like, why did I not know this? Yeah, yeah. Wait, what's free dress day? This is where you don't have to wear the uniform. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Or sometimes they'll say like, to, you know, we're representing tomorrow something, something amazing. They're always representing great causes. They're like inclusion, uh, like day or something like yeah. that. And they're like, purple shirts. And I was like, who the f owns a purple shirt? <laughs> So I got a box of Rit dye, a bucket. I got a little, yes, a little, because I like the little cost. I was like, that's going to yes. look great in purple. Yeah. And with a broomstick and hot water, I stirred that shirt until it was the perfect purple. Who are was, you? I am Lou's mom. You made a purple shirt? I made the most epic purple That's mom of the year right shot, there. Shirt. Shot. Again. My mom made my lunch, which was, you know, also a big deal. That's a big deal. But let she, me tell you yeah. something. It's, By the way, for a long time. And let me ask you this. And uh, if Are we you, boring your audience? Because right now we're talking about like moms and kids. And this be like, is great. No. Moms are my first, the first half of the audience. A lot of moms and then it goes to third grade. And then moms it goes in third grade. So you basically elderly Jewish. This men. this still played during carpool <laughs> yeah, in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. I'm a great got carpool it. podcast. Uh, <laughs> but my mom, she made my lunch up until my senior year of high school. Your mother's just saying it was just me and her. So I think there was a part of her that was like, "I'm just never letting go." And you know, do you what, already feel like you that gotta though? Stop with it. You keep making women sound like that. This I is my mom. You, this is what she this sounds is how like. You make You've me met sound. my mom. You've even made me say <laughs> when you said that thingy and I think who told me that? Your mother and I don't talk. Well, yeah, you you always gave me crap when you saw me do stand up in um what's that that Chinese restaurant in Boston during the heat remember you came yes, with some people yes. and I was doing um a joke about and there was you know was you imitating girl a girl like in, in the joke and you were like guess what time's you up don't sound like time's that. up oh, Ray time's up you can't you can't make women it's sound one like it's a caricature maybe it's just the women that you have known mm-hmm Except for your mother, because yes. she doesn't sound. Like well, yeah, there's. I mean, look, I went to USC where there all women sound like that. No, I don't think so. But uh, a, a few that were around me in theater school. Again, that, I think it's who you. It's also funny. It's a caricature, you know. I know, but if yes. I do like a, if I just do like a very subtle like. Well, why don't you go lower and make us sound sexier like that? Oh, because oh. then your joke wouldn't sell. Ha ha. <laughs> We're getting down to some deep shit Breaking right now. Breaking down comedy. This is going to be Adam's therapy podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I quit comedy after this. <laughs> You're just in the corner crying. I'm like, this is good. Now you can do a lot of dramatic yeah. roles in cinema. This couch is set up for like some sort for of- therapy, yes. Yeah. Where the therapist lies down as you, <laughs> yeah, yeah. in an L shape. Has that ever happened, you think, that the therapist therapy? lies down like- like halfway through, they're just like, fuck, dude, I also need to get some stuff off I'm my sure chest. most therapists have therapists. How can you really? take on that that- I was I just say uh, that load. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> can you take on you that load? You can say that, yeah. You can say that on your podcast? Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, well, then I, I guess that's it. That's, that's all. That's it? No yeah. more? Yeah. No more? <laughs> um, I want to know, uh, so you were born in Virginia. Yeah. Well, Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C. Technically. D.C. Congrats to your capitals. I was born to my what? They just won the Stanley Cup. Woohoo! Yeah. Bring it. <laughs> I will say this. You like know more about sports, I think, than you let on. Mm-hmm. In the conversations I've had with you about it, you haven't been completely like oblivious. I'm not. Ob- I appreciate. You know what? I appreciate. You know players. I, I appreciate athletes. I appreciate sport. I pre- I appreciate anyone who brings a game. I don't care. I I tend to migrate to the stories of the athletes who really love their moms. Yeah, yeah, that's sweet. <laughs> you know, like a boy that's going, a young man that's going. You know, my mom was with. You know, you're just like, okay, this 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 young man I think is going to go far. Yes. No, but I appreciate athletes. Did, I love them. Did I, you play sports growing up? I was a gymnast, but right. I'm, I will get into anything like baseball, softball, bass. Like I, I will enjoy the act of trying and the rules and what makes up that athlete. And you know, it just 
if you've ever pushed your body to a, to a place athletically, even just like get on the stairmaster, I don't care. Yeah, just, I do. You, you realize? I think how you are spying on work. me because I do have a stairmaster, and that's like you have one now in your apartment. Yeah. You busted out the change and bought yourself a stairmaster. Yeah. It's been a it's been a good couple of years. Has it? I got stairmaster money now. Now do you use it as a hanging device for your clothes and to dry it? Oh God! Right? I do. Did I nail you? Sometimes, right then? Yeah. yeah, you yeah. got me. Yeah. yeah. Um, wait. So cheerleading that was in <laughs> high school. High school. Okay. Yeah. And I I do think the were only reason we were picked, I was a good. We did my girlfriend and I who were not JV cheerleaders. Yeah. Our gymnastics coach was also the coach for the cheerleaders. I think she let us in to upset the apple cart. <laughs> because I was, you know, the drama major. Yes. And my friend Kristen was very cerebral. Like, you had to have a grade point average, level of grade point average in our high school to be a cheerleader. cheerleader. Oh, wow. And we were gymnasts and we could do back handsprings and we were not tiny. We were sort of bigger girls. Yeah. So she, I think she saw us as the, as the base of the pyramid. <laughs> she just needed a good foundation. And we were the... We were there to upset the apple cart a little bit, so she let us in. Did you do them for f- football games? Football, and, yeah. wrestling, basketball. Cheerleading for wrestling? Yeah. You, you what sit, are those cheers like? You sit crisscross applesauce on the floor, Love and then that. you use the floors, the drums, to do your cheers. It's wow. kind of cool. It was kind of ingenious. Our head cheerleader had it going on. Oh, really? Yeah, she had everything going on. Was like, she like, do you gorgeous, think she's still cheerleading? Did she go on to like the smart, ESPN like, I championship? I don't know where she is, but she just, she just brought her A game, and we just had a lot to live up to. Now, when you think about people like that, do you ever wonder like, boy, I am missing out by not being on Facebook and Instagram because I could track down some of these old pals. You know what? I, I'm so not on social media. I'm getting ready to do Instagram privately because I want to know are. how to do it by the time the kids are old enough to do it. I don't want to yeah. feel. I look over Which is probably shoulder. a couple years away, right? Yeah. It's, no, yeah. no, please, it's not. dear God. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. no, but I have like my girlfriend from kindergarten was just in New York with me with her niece um, to be at the Ocean's premiere and... You know, we look at each other and she's unchanged and she's the connector to all of us in high school. Like I get all the information. That's I get, awesome. You know, you need that I, one person that kind of she, keeps she everybody. Is that person. Yeah. Beth Montgomery is that Shout person. Shout out she, Beth. Beth Montgomery was all that in high school and she's all that now and has the biggest heart. So I feel like she's my Facebook. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's better. Yeah. Because you're. You're sort of like, you just, it's up to Beth. It's her responsibility yeah. to remind me of whose birthdays are coming <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. up. I know that is the one thing about Facebook that's kind of the like birthdays. the blessing and the curse. Like it's when genius. I, like when, it is, it's genius. But then like, you know, the people I've never, I haven't talked to in 10, even 15 years will send me a birthday message. And you're like, oh, And I'm like, this is like, yeah. you're, you're like, thank you. But then it's also like, we haven't talked in 15 Do years. And you only sent this because Facebook told you. Yeah. yeah. So, and then, yeah. You didn't really remember. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't really That's care about my day of birth. <laughs> and there's Adam in the corner yeah. crying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, how was the Ocean's premiere? It was, it was, ended up being fun. Like, yeah. we were all uber nervous. It's just. Why? I get really anxious. I mean, look, what is really a premiere about? Getting dressed up. Well, if you're asking me, I think it's about. Uh, having your mom uh, tell you to stand closer behind Sandy so that entertainment tonight uh, Can goes. Get you who's, the shot? who's that guy? Who's the let me do the guy voice. In the back? Yeah, who, I'm telling you. To this day, she still gives me crap that she's like. I'm telling you, there'd be clips out there of you and Sandy having a good time on the red carpet because we're still literally standing back there, and Again, I'm so you're nervous. Doing the voice, but this is my mom. Okay, she talks. Like You've that? met her. She does. Sweet little Oklahoma Jew. Yeah, she does. She does. Oklahoma Jew does not talk like that. I talked to her the other day. She was like, do you remember my friend Pam? And I was like, no. No. She's like, well, her daughter just got divorced. And I go, oh, gee. Mom, remember when I said I don't remember who Pam was? 
And she was like, yeah, I know, but I just thought you might want to know in case you want to send her a card. In case you want to call her, her up card. and yeah. send her call her up. Yeah, yeah. She's attractive and yeah. she's, she's <laughs> yeah. kept her body from high school. She's looking good. <laughs> she, uh, but so she was like, you got to get close to Brian Singer because then they'll be like, yeah, who's that guy behind? And then they'll be like, maybe he's in the movie. Let's go talk to him. And who's who's the guy that security is dragging off because exactly. he's just getting yeah. too close to yeah. But like in hindsight, I'm like, yeah, like you're so easygoing and yes, anding of every moment. I was like, if I did like go behind you and like pretend to start like just answering a question and be like, I would have yeah, well, I'll tell you, uh, John, it's like when I first got into this movie and like interrupted, you probably would have laughed and would done something and, and made it fun. Pretend, make you feel good and then wink to security and then you would have been dragged <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. And then we wouldn't be here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so now premieres, I mean, they are fun, but I think, and I don't know if it's, is, is a woman there, they're more nerve wracking because yes. you guys can put on a great suit, let your brain and your personality take over. Three quarters of us are judged purely on what we've worn on the red carpet. So, so then you fucked. just have all that time and you go, please do not let there be a wardrobe malfunction. Yeah. And then you are. Or please let there be one. Well, yeah, or yes, there's that. Yeah. There's that. And then you're just judged. Literally after that, it's who wore it best, who's wore it better, like who looks great. And you just, you know that in the back of your head and you try to override it by putting your personality out there. Yes. And clever answers. you do a beautiful and, job of. Um, but then you know for a fact that the next day, it's just nothing but what the person wore. Period. And that's really nerve-wracking. Does that influence your choice for like... Because you always are wearing cool shit. Well, I mean, I, I end up wearing what I love. Yeah. I go, what? Okay, this is my fantasy day. I, I Please don't care what anyone else thinks, cool. you know? And so you get there going, this is my thing and this is what I wanted to. This time I was like, I want feathers. And I'm going to use a voice here. You think... <laughs> I want feathers. See, it's fun, isn't it? Yeah, I want some feathers, and I want a neutral tone, so I don't clash with the girls, and I want to compliment the seven of us, so oh we all God. look good yeah. color-wise. Because we're a group. We're a group. So that's what I did, and I think it worked out okay. Oh, it totally did. You I think? saw the pictures already. Oh, my God. They were so good, weren't they? Were they were so good. You saw all of Beth us together? Beth already made a collage and what? sent it to the whole group. You did? Yeah. Well, no, Wait, Beth am I did. Beth? Oh, Beth. Oh, you're oh, Beth. Yeah. Beth doesn't talk like that. Yeah, she only, doesn't. Only you and I talk like <laughs> And your mother. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what, uh, do you ever get used to the amount of camera bulbs? Because no, I remember when no. we got on that red carpet. No. Uh, it was like, they were like, I think it was Melissa, no, Paul and somebody else walked through, maybe Marlon Wayans, and a lot of flash bulbs, and then I walked through, and they definitely stopped. <laughs> and everybody was like, who is that? Mm-hmm. Hey, say your name. You didn't have your mother next to you to fill them in. I did. I, Did I she go tell the photographers who you were? Uh, yeah. Hmm. Oh, she was definitely yelling it out. Mom's is awesome. It's my son. That's and my son. <laughs> I still Adam make Ray. He's a comedian. Here are the links to his Facebook. Oh my god. Oh my you're god. So you right. will love his work. This weekend he's going to be performing at the. You're so right. Is that it? Yeah. If, you're gonna, but that, you know what though? I will, that's what I'm going to do. I'll take for that Louis over Lyman. the alternative. I will any do that day. for my kids. I know you will. I will represent. I told my kids. I said, you know, whatever you go, these are the three states you can go to college because those are the three <laughs> states I feel comfortable living in, and I have something and to you, do. Yeah, and you're serious about that. I'm totally serious. And I was like, you know, when they learn. To drive, I will be following them in a follow car. They won't know I'm there. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm I'm not going to be. And that's not being overly like motherly. That's called being like a safe. Yeah. Like, and if they're at some some sort of big house party, I'm going to be down the street in an unmarked sedan. <laughs> and so when I see the cops coming, I'm going to gun that car, pull them out, load as many friends as I can in the car, and oh take off. Oh my god. That's what I'm going to do. Are Are you going to be that parent? You know, because like, there's everyone's heard that story, or maybe had those parents that were like, uh, you know, we're kind of the cool parents. Like, we're uh, you can drink, but only at our place and in our I don't room. No, like, I don't. Right. I don't know because I look at what I did, and I, I was very chaste. I didn't do, and then I had friends that just tore it up. Very um, chaste. What do you mean? I mean, I didn't do anything. I skipped school on senior skip day. My mother scared me so much; I wasn't going to do anything. Oh, really? I drank. 
a couple sips of beers maybe at parties, and that was my rebellious. Um, I never did anything, but I know this is a different time. Kids are going to try stuff. Yeah. Um, also, there's that element of like the more you try to probably hide from them and yeah, tell them no. not to do, they're going to want to. Exactly. No, I, we do the exact opposite. Like we're, you know, it's, I think it's also, I tell my kids, I said, I, some bodies, and this is like just a serious subject. Yeah. Some bodies can't drink alcohol. Yeah. There, there's a sickness in them, but you don't know you have it until you do it. And sometimes it's too late, you know, and we were in, where were we? We were on vacation somewhere. And Louis, like there was like a thing of lemonade and then another thing, like we do the little thing, you put your cup under it, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. it looked like fresh lemonade. And then there was another thing next to it that looked like lemonade, but it had rum. Oh, oh no. So you just start like slamming that motion. I saw him like do it and he took a oh. sip and I'm running and he was like, Ugh. and he was like, I said, dude, that was alcohol. And so the rest of the night he pretended to be drunk. Oh my God. So we went with it. We said, Louis, are you just giggling because you're having a good time or are you drunk? He's like, I am drunk. He wasn't oh, drunk. It was like literally I, was, I reached animal. into his mouth and pulled the alcohol out. <laughs> yeah. But he it, later on he says, yeah, I don't, I don't think I can drink alcohol. I don't think I have a body that, that can drink alcohol. So I'm like, just put it out there that it exists yeah by so the way pot, so great learning lesson for it. like maybe yeah. at eight be like hey here's a smell here's a little sip was, and then like just yeah. to tell them this but is I not i literally which... reached my hand into yeah. his mouth and scraped the tongue but i think i think you can't you can't be so militant about it it's like the same thing with ch- like f- treats and things if you're so militant you're gonna find a kid who's hiding treats behind their bed like stuff yeah. and it becomes addictive and you hide i don't want them to hide anything don't hide it we talk about you know, yeah, you're very candid with kiss, them about stuff, kissing right? Kissing and stuff. Like oh, really? sex, I'll have to explain more stuff and they're not yeah. there. But yeah. I'm like, you know, and they're like, ew, kissing. I said, but if you like it, and I have to catch myself, if you like, a, with Lila, if you like a girl or a boy, yeah. you know, like I don't want to be that person that's like, this is all you can like. Yeah. Sometimes your kids yeah. discover they're, you know, into other things than you are. And That is the part of parenting that, I mean, again, you know, I have uh, twin nieces, so it's like I not a parent at all, yeah. but the amount of just questions that I'm already like Especially answering. Especially girls. Yes. Girls are frighteningly ahead of the boys. Oh, one of my nieces, last time I was home, put two, uh, she wanted to blow up balloons, uh-huh. right? Which I'm a little I worried about where you're going. For fun, right? Yeah. Like, what do you blow balloons up for? Yeah. If, if someone says, hey, oh, let's blow I balloons. I know what she did. She you're did what I like, did. Oh, yeah, because like, She let's made have, boobs, didn't she? She made balloon boobs. Yep. That's what you do. And she put them in her shirt yep. and she started going like, like oh, yeah. that. And I started like, you can't not laugh at that. It's yeah, hilarious. Because yeah. she's making a face. She's doing a boob yeah. dance. Which we is all like, do the boob We've the all done the boob dance. Yeah. Or you take your father's rolled up socks and you put them in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or toilet paper. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and I was like, oh man, I started like, like get really like nervous. And then my, uh, my brother-in-law was like, he's like, man, she's just like goofing around. And he's like, she's not like gonna go outside like that and yeah, like yeah. and he's like she's you, just you just have to it, that's just like kids like they wake up and you have to remember when your body started quote unquote waking up yeah, it was like two weeks ago and just what was that yeah. really then puberty just yeah I'm how, are, late how are things feeling you have that those tingly feelings inside it's pretty much all over and constant yeah and uh i want to go to whole foods a lot i don't know okay. what that means okay. but um mm-hmm. well what section of whole foods are you in? the uh the produce section mm. it's cold there mm-hmm. yeah okay i see i see what's <laughs> happening and so do all your morning listeners yes. in the carpool lane for third grade. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, you just have to just, girls are, yeah, Lila is, already has a boyfriend. Um, I said, of course. you're not kissing him. And she's like, oh, yeah. And she's in preschool, mind you. She, girls are far. They've picked their boyfriends. She's got a, she's picked, she's chosen well. Both my children chose well starting in preschool. Did you always know um, 
when you were going to have kids that you wanted a boy and a girl? No. Yeah. No. No. I my, I think my mother saw me. I loved being around kids at a very young age, and she was really strict. I wasn't allowed to car date. I wasn't allowed out of her sight with a boy. Wow. I think she knew. I think I would have been a very, very, very young mother with many children. No kidding. Yeah, but but because of her, I was very chaste until I got to college. I because she scared me, and I I, I knew I wasn't going to get knocked up or anything. But I would have been a really, really young mother. And this comes from her. Her, her German roots, right? Well, just I think she was afraid. I think she, I yeah. think she was, she was, she was an immigrant. She was the first generation. She yeah. did she, when we were in Europe. She was very comfortable with us being free and felt safe with us going off with our cousins and hiking without her. But I think in the United States, it was still unknown territory to her. So she didn't. She she was more afraid for us here than she was when we would be in Europe during our childhood and. I don't know what that is. I mean, I think she was dependent. She's basing that on her childhood yeah. and how she was. I, I don't know. I don't know. But she was really strict, really, really, really strict. Does the she was an opera singer, right? Yeah. Does yeah. any of that world? I mean, I don't know anything that comes with that, like the mm-hmm. prep and just the lifestyle. But is it conducive to then like being a little bit more militant with parenting because? Of- um, well, no. I think she. Well, I mean, it's it's a I I always called it a king's art. I mean, she it was a it was an art form that you had to practice every day. You had to be yeah. very militant about your craft. Um, no, she was just strict. Yeah, she was just strict with good reason. I think in a lot of ways. Now that I'm a parent, I see it, and I find myself getting ready to say no a lot when I'm realizing I'm just on autopilot with no, and I go stop, stop saying no. I'll be I'll say no. They'll walk out of the room with like dead arms because they're so bummed. Yeah, you know yeah. that slouch thing. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll go. You know what, dudes? I'm sorry. Yes, you can. I don't know why I said no, but you know, yes, you can. And they're like, oh. So I think we've got a good balance going. Yeah, a really good balance because they're good, amazing kids who are funny. They're all old Jewish comics, you know. And oh like, yeah. They're just like they're just. I think. Well, I met Louis when he was. Well, I like, met you in really uh, young, 2012. Like, so he was he what? Was, that was, he was like like two and a half. Yeah. 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 And even then, like. He's an old dude. Like very formed sentences yeah. Yeah. and thoughts and like. Talks out of the side of his body. He's like, I don't know what that's about. And I'm like, oh my God, where's your cigar and your mustache? I, I, I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, you don't you have him in like little vests and like hats that. Oh haven't... yeah. But he's not big in hats. Now he's, oh, he's on full on baseball caps, basketball awesome. shorts. You cool. know, it's like, you'd be very happy with his, I love that. his attire now. Okay, good. It's all, all, all um, athletic leisure wear. Yeah. yeah. But boy, I that's a classic boy a phase. Yeah. But I put him in a suit the other day for his concert. Killed it. Nailed it. Oh man. Like. English two button long thin just just slightly short with the brown wing tips no socks. How amazing is that? That little seems pocket like pocket square. His pocket his fade was nice and tight, <laughs> and his little shy tie. I said, when you get up there, just pull the jacket down. So and he did, and he was just sharp. That seems like one of the most fun parts about having kids is dressing them up. Yeah, when they let you. Yeah. Yeah. But like, cause Halloween, you go all out for we it. go all out but he last year he said he goes i'm no longer dressing up and it was like my world fell apart because it's always been he and i yeah is like, a yeah yes lila's full-on so now i get to commit to lila and give her that time but Great. louis louis announced last year that dressing was over he announced it did he like show up he to a breakfast goes, and be not, like it's not hey guys he said mom's it's not happening this year and i was like just give me a second i'm fine what 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 do you 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 mean what do you mean yeah just look at what i got for options i made this out of cocaine i spent all night making a purple shirt i'll still make the purple shirt yeah you'll still do that i'll still like what was his concert what co- it was a, it was the spring concert nice and they did like old classics they did Stevie Wonder they did 1930s what? tunes they did they killed it 
They killed it. These kids were nailing it and jamming, and it was like the acapella group and the harmony and the damn. And just and he's now he he's he and Lila are singers. Are they singers on a level? I'll, I'm gonna when we're done, I'll play you a little video yes. of her just deciding to sing "Happy Birthday" to me, but like singing it like Mariah Carey. What? And I was like, "What is happening?" Uh, With vibrato and like, like her finger, like just like the eye, like the singer finger, almost there. But she did singer eyes, just as good. It just it's as not good. better. It was awesome. Because when you see a singer close her eyes, you're like, "All right, they're like they're they're in it." The, yeah, I'll never close my eyes when I sing because I just can't. well, because you, I can't sing. I mean, that's still debatable. You choose not to. Sing. The I, amount of nope, times I've tried sing. to get you to do cannot karaoke, sing. cannot sing, cannot sing. Karaoke is people? like, I get flop sweat just thinking about it. I, I don't care how many drinks you give me. I, once in college, I did it. I don't recall that I did it. And then I went to work the next day. The manager called me and he goes, so I heard you guys hit it hard at such and such. I'm like, yeah, well, we just, you know, it's happy. All right. He goes, no, he went on stage. I went, I did what? <laughs> you closed the bar. They asked if you would basically, return the karaoke system. Basically, you but it was like it, it was live karaoke. Like they had a backup band. Well, that's I went, awesome. I, I guess you I couldn't took turn the microphone and I just tore it up. Did they tell you what you sang? I'm sure he did. Don't recall. <laughs> that is uh, college. <laughs> that is college. But like even having the uh, the singing in your family like that yeah. never is. They say it skips a generation. It definitely did. But you've sung in movies. Not well. Debatable again. Nope. Watch what would it. have to happen for no you debate. to sing? So like if Corden asked you to do carpool karaoke. Never. No. I will do it poorly. If I can make fun of myself and sing badly, I will do that. Oh man, what would you sing at least? At least people who choose not to, they at least something that has a lot of range that I cannot hit. Right. You know, it has to be a big range so you can see me failing it. If it's like a C to a high C, you'll see that I get to C D E F. Right. And then the rest is just So no Celine. Oh Lordy, the greatest singer of all time? No. I just saw her in Vegas. You did? Yeah. Was she amazing? Unbelievable. Yeah, it's it's kind of scary. And does like stand up in between she her does? shows. Well, she you gotta assume she's done like thousands of shows. Yeah. So and she's like, I'm at she, Caesars. She owns Vegas right at this yeah. point, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, you land and they're like, Welcome to Celine World, and mm-hmm. you're like, What? And um, that joke was for the third graders. Yeah. Because now they've that, in. you you failed on you can cut yeah, that out. Company. <laughs> you failed on that one. This is where the parents are putting on their blinkers, not paying attention uh, oh to anything because they're turning into and they're being directed. Drop kids here, you know. Wait, what is? Do you have carpool jams then? We do. We or, have carpool because we carpool with friends of a friend of mine's two daughters, yes. and they have very specific requests on the radio that Louis just sort of rolls his eyes and just goes along with. So funny. Yeah, he he has a couple singers that he's not a fan of, and he knows them the minute that they come on, and um, so the girls like will find something else, but it's all about their music, and you can only imagine what they're listening to. I mean, all the hits of. Today, right? All the hits of today. Yeah. Yeah. It is crazy too when you hear, and I'm sure your kids are doing it, like, but when my nieces will sing certain songs with, um, like Bruno Mars, the. Um, oh, that's. Anything uh, Bruno's fine. What's that? Anything Bruno's fine. Totally. Yeah. But some of the lyrics, like, um, uh, that the song, That's What I Like. That's what I like. Uh, you know, champagne on ice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, isn't, and there's a line, what is it about? Um, uh, sex by the fire and they're singing yeah, that and then and they're just, saying it but they have no idea what they're I'm talking I'm like you guys about. need the kid version like, no don't, but don't even draw attention you know, to it just let them say it because they have no idea what they're saying man like yeah. all the crayons in the box that's right like there should be yeah. other yeah, yeah you know but to them they're talking about crayons in the box I guess they don't know what it means right not at all they just like, love the melody Lila's favorite song is I like big butts and I cannot lie that's incredible yeah and Louis right now is I'm sexy and I know it 
which he does with his pants pulled up like an old man and no shirt off and he's just like i'm sexy and i know oh my god they know their power they know their power you know what's crazy is like if he like went on america's got talent and did that and nailed it there's probably no reason why that wouldn't like just the stuff that does get attention and exposure and like end up in Vegas for like a, a little bit of a run, a run? like little I, kids singing like standards. I would like love standards. my kids to have a run in Vegas. I would like <laughs> for them real? to keep me in the Did you hear that Vegas? No, I would never let my kids. I like when you're 18, you can do let whatever them go you to want. Vegas. But until you're 18, you're going to be a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wait, so back to premieres real quick. Yes. Uh, the light bulbs. Does that ever get normal? No. Like the, no. No. Because again, you, you, it's like you just freeze. I mean, there are people who are really good at it. Like the whole, this last one, we all looked at each other and we're like, what face are you making? Which one are you doing? Are you That's doing awesome. serious? I don't care. Yeah. Lips slightly parted. Stare down. Are you doing the, oh, I'm so happy to be here. Big smile. Um, you literally become this vortex of self-consciousness where you're just like, please, dear God, let it be an uninteresting, not horribly unflattering you know, just non-judgmental, you know, face. You just, you, all you're praying for is just no fortunes that your, your upper lip doesn't get stuck to your teeth <laughs> like that. You're praying that you can just get away and not freeze and just get to the end of that line yeah. without like a bad video clip, a bad, you know, sound bite. It's just... And then also stay so relaxed and like connected like, that you can like <laughs> try to be funny and not... Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, 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 it's mind-bending. Hey, you've it's mastered mind- it. It's freakish. Uh, is there even just like cameras in general, like yeah. the uh, when you took um, Melissa and Ben and yeah. Michael and Sumi and I to Disneyland after yeah. the heat, remember? Yeah. And uh, that was the first time that, uh, so uh, I think it was People Magazine had taken a picture of us walking through oh, the yeah. park. Yeah. And you, what were you shoving in your mouth at that Popcorn. time? Popcorn. Popcorn. Yeah. It was Handfuls. maybe the best picture of me Every, that you could possibly like, yeah. ask for. Yeah. Yeah. And also remember I, I uh, previously done a video with my buddy Andrew Santino where we got really drunk and stoned and did those Christmas videos. And I, sh- I, mean, I think I showed you a little clip and you were like, yeah, never show that to uh, any uh, person that you want to think you are cool or attractive to because this is the worst thing I've ever I'm seen. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying yeah. to help you. And and, and, then, and I'd fallen. I had like a black eye, and so why don't I remember this? Uh, I know I was juggling a kid. Yeah, there was a lot going yeah, on. Yeah, and also Disneyland was right in front of you. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was but I had fun, a black yeah. eye and mid popcorn bite, and the camera got me, and I was and like, "You look like a crazy stalker behind me." And your yeah, mother because was like I was five just minutes. a couple steps like to the side, so yeah. you look like a crazy person. Yeah, and, but I was like, "This is not how I wanted to make my People Magazine debut." Yeah, wow. but so my question for you is because you look like composed and smiling. I'm like, well, no, do you have a also, second we sense? We composed and smiling. Melissa and I were juggling kids. I was shoving Louis around in his little stroller. Like you just, he was dead. He was not moving anymore. He was like, he was like dead weight and you know just sort of floating on the side yeah um you know when you have kids the last thing you think about is anything else but how am i gonna what what do you need where are we going now because i think we were walking back to the hotel because we were just wiped we watched the parade yeah wasn't that wasn't that the shot yeah 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 they were the kids were dead we had to get them back and get them some food so you really i am the person that when i'm nailed by photogs i have dog hair on me my (laughs) clothes are wrinkled i have you know some part of some kid's sandwich i never remember that oh i'm stepping outside there could be a photographer yeah you it like and i need to start remembering that because it's like kids 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 running out of the house you've like like i this morning went oh my god what plastic clip is in the back of my hair right now i don't think about it but i also don't want to be the person that always looks turned out yeah. That looks like I spent two hours in hair and makeup before I left the house. That's not me. Yeah. I, we are running out, dragging homework, making sure the lunches, you know. And, and if it, that results in unfortunate photos, um, that's fine. Because that's me. 
That's just me. <laughs> so don't worry about your black guy and your popcorn. Okay. That's real. Yeah. I just didn't know if there was a way to like sense. Like, yeah, when don't that's get coming. hammered the night before. <clears throat> okay, that's Fall down drunk. Have injuries from your escapades. And then show people And when you the eat evidence. popcorn, just a few kernels at a time. Yeah. Not the entire bucket. I went bucket. the whole handful. Yeah. yeah. Well, I got that cool, um, it was a Spider-Man or Star Wars bucket, the commemorative. Oh, yeah. What was that? Wait, was it R2-D2? That's it was what it R2-D2. was. R2-D2. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember I, then I came back with it and Lou was like, is that for me? I was like, yeah. Yep. Yeah, dude. Yes, it is. That's right. He had that. He, yeah. he clung to that for the rest of the day. <laughs> That's awesome. We still have that. Um, my dad saw the movie last night and uh, oh my God, told me to tell you. Oh my God, he went to the happy hour screenings on Thursday he night? He lives in Salem. He's a doctor in Salem. He's I, 74. Okay, the fact that he and went. He loved awesome. it. That's awesome. I um, wish I'd saved the voicemail he left me, but he told me Aww. he was just like, it's like she carried the movie. It's unbelievable. Everybody's okay, great. Does your does he speak <clears throat> like that? No, he doesn't. No, his voice does He's not. He's a real sound like, like mild manner, calm doctor. Okay, voice. then give him. Oh, Adam, a it's kind of, kind of like this. What kind of doctor he's a, he's a? Well, he used to be a uh, cardiovascular cardiovascular. Surgeon, now they have to be very calm yeah, very because calm. everyone that comes in is uh, very your heart might be exploding, highly so excitable. We're just going to go right in real quick. Okay, all your arteries are all blocked. your arteries are clogged, but okay. that's not a big we're gonna deal. We're going to just we're going to admit you now. Mm-hmm. I know you're on your way to work, but yes. let's just admit you now because yeah, you're going to bleeding. I know your head is not attached to your body, exactly. But that's fine. I'm going to take care of it. That's probably how your father speaks. It is. So give him the voice. Okay. <laughs> Give your parents the voice that they can't. Not well, this a- one for your mother, <laughs> and not this one for your father. Is that what I did? It's, I don't know. Oh. I don't know what you did. He uh, he loved it though. Good. Yeah. Good. I'm and, glad. Uh, he said it was really fun, and and um, everybody crushed. And uh, it's good. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to facilitate eight. Yeah. You know, I'll say seven because I'll sound like a narcissist. Seven incredibly gifted people. Yeah. You know, but who are all like we're all, all leads in their own right. Yeah. Right? So exactly. Like, so, but if we're given the chance to do the next one, then storylines can shift. Things yeah. can go, and you can, you know, you go. Okay, we got through the gate. It wasn't an easy <laughs> entrance. It wasn't an easy film to make, but you know what? It got made, and you have eight people who really like each other, which it could have gone sideways, and it did not. How many of you knew each other beforehand? Because people assume... None of us knew each other. Everyone knows each other in Hollywood. I met Annie Hathaway once. I'd met Kate once. I saw Paulson at the beginning of her career, and I guess I complimented her when I said, this is going to be a crushing year for you. (laughs) So she thought of me very fondly. Um, I don't... I People just assume at that level no. that like all the Oscar winners hang out no. every Sunday. No one hangs out with anyone. Yeah. We see each other on the red carpet and you do a really cursory air kiss, yeah. you know, good job. And yeah. you go on hoping all the attention's yeah. on you. Yeah, yeah, um, No. And, but I think because of the late hours, Helena Bonham Carter is a queen. Is she cool? She's divi- oh my God. Man, that's so great. Beyond wonderful. Her mom, we made her Granny Ocean. Her mother is like this renowned, brilliant psychologist and she's just... She would be on FaceTime calling us, you know, at night, and we would just talk to Granny Ocean and I'm about what? Th- just things in life, just saying hi. Like anytime Helena's mom called, we all rushed to her phone to like have a conversation with someone we wish was our mom. That's awesome. Um, you know, everybody just, you know, we were all doing two things. Either we had families, or yeah. someone was doing two jobs at one time. We didn't have a bar on set like the boys. We weren't off at work at, in Vegas at five o'clock. So we go see a show and get, you know liquored up oh that's what they we were, were doing, for 13 sure. 14 hour days lying on the floor exhausted juggling kids you know helping each other going i'll do this today and switch with you so, Dang. You can do so we didn't get the bells and but so next one we want to be like in dubai with masseuses and <laughs> a bar that makes you know and then a bl- yeah, somebody who does like break, smoothies break for us because we're all being training you <laughs> yeah. know um you know that's what we want yeah good yeah. idea and still make a really fun film 
Do you ever pick projects that are like location dependent like that? No, I'm the one who reads a script, but gl- glances over the parts where it says at night in the rain underwater. <laughs> yeah. And then we're in a night shoot in the rain underwater and everyone's looking at me going, what were you thinking? Yeah. I was like, well, obviously I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I don't. Because, yeah, you're just... You can't, right? That's no, not a way no, to yeah. make a career. Yeah. I've already made some bad decisions in my career that hopefully, you know, I'm forgiven for, but no one sits out to make a bad movie. Yeah. yeah. Do you even like watching no, your work? No, 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 no. I think no. I saw, like, it was Johnny Depp on Letterman once, and he was like, I don't watch any of my movies, and Letterman was like... You've never seen Chuck a lot? And he was like, no, I've never seen anything. I don't even know what the pirate movies look like. And he's like... Well, you look like Heath Richards. One. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, but he just was like, I can't do anything about it once it's... that That's the hard part. Unless you're producing like actively a physical producer on yeah. it and you have... Which you have been, right? In fine. On wasn't films. on Oceans. Right. But um, I have been. Then you can go in and say, you know what? I know there were better takes. I know there were other moments. I think you need to cut my scene because I suck and, and highlight. That's where you can Whoa. go in. But for the most part, you have no control. And if someone ends up hating you during the course of filmmaking then you're going to see it on film. Yeah. Um, but you have no control. So most actors will look at it and go, oh my God, I'm terrible. Why am I sucking so badly? How about you just, you know, just make the film and walk, do the press, go to, as Kate says, go to a happy place, <laughs> represent and go on with life. Yeah. Yeah. It almost seems like that would be fun, but more pressure to be involved in like the editing process because you're like, oh cool, I get to like really control, yeah. but then maybe you start over uh, analyzing or just in any edi- editing you process. Do, or if you're an extreme narcissist, you make it all about yourself and it doesn't help the film. And sometimes- You're not thinking about story. You're like, I didn't like that shot the way yeah, I smiled yeah, there. And you're yeah, like, what? Exactly. And you, you have to sit back and go, what is the best thing for the, the film? And, and if you are just, you know, the whole world evolves around you. You can, you've seen that happen where you go, okay, that person need to be taken out of the yeah. mix. Um, you hope you can step back and be objective. Um, I did love the, um, I saw a billboard for Ocean's 8, and it's uh, the, um, what'd you call it, with the slogan, the, the tagline, that, that what's it called? The, when it's the, um, whatever the slogan is, below the... Um, below the belt, below the line, below the... <laughs> you know, for the movie, it says like, um, what said, yeah. for every con, there's a, there's a pro, I think that's what it was. Is that what it is? Yeah. I don't know if it's not, that's a really good It one. was really good. Yeah. And I was like, wow, who picked that, and what were the other Marketing. options? Marketing. Yeah. Marketing. This marketing team at Warner Brothers is amazing. Oh, you've got a call coming in. It's your oh, it dad's. Dad. It's your dad's new cell. Oh, oh. could have told you. Dad, right your there. son's mocking you. Your dad's son. Your dad, your son's <laughs> mocking. You. The the marketing team at Warner Brothers, which is, sounds like a boring conversation, but I've worked with them since I did the first film I produced. They're called Miss Congeniality, and I remember they came in. They're like, "We have a trailer," and I was like, "It sucks. It's for women. It's supposed to be funny." And they're like, "Just calm down." This is the first one. This is where we all start, you know, talking. I was like, oh, okay, sorry, sorry, standing down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've worked with them ever since then. They are brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. And they, how they tap into a style, a zone, a, 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 a feeling that they know people will respond to. Yeah. Something that's fair to all eight. Because you want all eight represented equally. You don't want to feel like there's one person that's being singled out. And this is a, this is a you know, an eight-hander. Yeah. Um, some storylines needed more attention on this one. And some storylines will get more attention on the next one, but marketing treated everyone evenly. That's and awesome. They're amazing. And, and uh, his name is Mas- Massey Rafani and Blair Hitch. And I'll say their names because they live an anxious, sleepless oh, man, existence. Yeah. And they have kids. And because it's not just our film, they have four other films that are happening. So to get out there and not peak too high. Like I've learned things that are like, we can't peak two weeks out. And I'm like, oh, what does that mean? What does that mean? It's like if you hit puberty too early. Yeah. And then you peak in high school. It's basically what they're like, we don't want to peak in high school. Yeah. 
We want to peak somewhere after college. Oh my God. Yeah. That's like another level of stress that I can't and some even wrap be, like my head around. Like you're good at marketing and figuring out your online and like you're, you're good at that. You're going, I know what my base wants, More what this less, world yeah. wants. Yeah. I don't have that. I'm like, I just do what I love and then I crawl back under my rock. But that's how everybody wants it to be. Like, I wish I didn't have to do all the... Uh, but you do. That's the way it is. I also feel like I'm not in my phone enough. Like, I try to like... You're in your phone. Tw- you take your phone to the bathroom. You don't? No. Do you take an iPad? No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like to I not- take my meditation gong. <laughs> do you? Oh. But I was like, what would I take it? Yeah. I roll in this large gong and... Bong. <laughs> it relaxes me. It just bong, and then it's like a 30-hour meditate. No. Do no. you meditate? Oh, I do. I do. Kevin Nealon was telling me about how great it is and, and how I need to do it. it. It is like I got to a place a couple years. It was right around the heat where I was spinning out. Yeah. This is where through Marlon Wayans, I learned I, was, I needed to stop drinking coffee. He sent me to this guy, and I go, where are you learning your discipline? I feel like my body is spinning. Because there's a lot happening in life. I was under yeah. stress. I didn't know how to stop the chaos. I don't take drugs. I'm not a crazy. And I was like, I, I don't know what to do. And he said, go to this guy. He'll take your blood. He'll tell you what you're predisposed to, how to, like, food allergies, and just get your body back into a place. And this guy looked at me and goes, you have to meditate. You have to calm yourself down. And I was like, I don't know how to do that. So I found someone that taught me, and it's been the best thing. Like, you can be on a plane, because I hate flying. Yeah. And I'm like, she's like, that will help you. And so she just gives you sort of a mantra in a way, and it's like taking a pill. I can now feel when I'm spinning out, I just start going to that place. It can be for five, it should be for 20 minutes, but it can be for five minutes, and I feel everything calm down. Wow. And, and what it does is it helps you organize in your head by the time you're done, what to tackle first because I look at everything as a big mission it all comes at me and I'm like I have to do the school thing and then I have to do the work thing and then I have to do the life thing and then yeah. you know not enough hours in the day and not enough hours in the day even though you're what, starting at like 5 or 6 I, yeah like, I started at 5.30 and it's more my brain yeah. I'm capable of accomplishing what I need to on the list yeah. but I get so panicked and it just after you meditate you go oh I need to tackle this first then I'll do this number two and, I, and you don't panic anymore about what you have to do you just do it it's amazing dang yeah and, and I'm, only- I'm teaching my kids too. I'm teaching them how to sort of take a breath because school is hard. It is. Life is hard. Third grade is way more overwhelming than people. Oh my God. Also Third, recess. I, what game am I going to do? Who am I going to play they, with? But they make up their own. Matt they make up their own rules and their own games now. It's like it's they're learning how to code. I'm like, what? So are you doing what? And then he comes home with his Singapore math, and I look at that, and he doesn't see the tears well up because I have no idea what any of it means. <laughs> like I don't know. I Singapore don't know what this math. Means. Singapore math. What is that? Exactly. Damn. Is he still <laughs> yeah. taking like karate and stuff? No, not no. that was just a norm. Fencing, karate. right? No, he was he was fencing karate and, now, and then he then he stopped that and now he's a wicked baseball player. Awesome. Pick that up. Because of the asthma he hasn't but now he's yeah. he's he's sort of finding his sport. So it's it's um it's baseball, he's loving basketball. Um he's just a wicked he loves Ninjago and Legos. Does he want you to do like a sports Harry movie? Potter. No, that I'm might be show, next, I'll right? just show him the blind side. Yeah. I'll say I did it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did yeah. you, um, for that movie, uh, you spent a lot of time with Leanne, right? Was the name Leanne of Leanne Tui? Yes. Yeah. Yes. You spent a lot of time with her, right? Yes. Before that? Yes. Is that consistent with, like, most people that are playing somebody in a movie? Or? You would think, if that person is still alive. Yes. Right. Yeah, if they're dead, you can't really spend time with Great them. point. <laughs> but yes, I've, I've never played real, I've done it twice. Nell Harper, um, um, Harper Lee, and Leanne Tui, and I wish, this is my one regret. I knew how private Harper Lee was, 
And I, I, anyone who's private, because I'm fiercely introverted in private, I'm like, I will never, ever, ever seek them out just for self-satisfaction. Yeah. People don't know you're actually in a box right now. I am, I'm, in, I'm like are. the boy like, in John Travolta in a bubble. I'm yeah. this is, that you're a bubble is, woman. Yeah. She wheeled me in and she has me up to an oxygen. <laughs> and you can only reach in with little plastic gloves and touch me right now. Oh, um, that'll be life at some point. <laughs> but but it's it's um, Nell Harper Lee. Harper Lee is is someone that I wish. I had met and sought out just to say thank you because yeah. what she did at a time where it was it was not a part of the the vernacular. I I, I she did so much, especially my my children are African American, and I, I just go someone who put her thumb on what was happening, the heartbeat of what was happening in in our world, in our country, in such a loving, insightful way. Um, I wish I'd met her before she died, but that's the only one. But Leanne's very much here. Is it very much a, still running the country? Is it like an assumed thing uh, for an actor that you're like, yeah, okay, you're going to play that person if you have the chance that you need Absolutely. to do that? You hunt them and, down, and yeah. you and and like no one's too, ever been like, I'll just read a book and look no. at the pictures on Google. And because I got Leanne it. is very, I mean, this, I've only played two people, but Leanne yeah. is has such a specific way of speaking. And yeah. I was like, was that the first thing you were like, I want to get? I needed to figure that out. I said because no one is going to believe that she she's. You think I talk fast? It is just. And so I was like, I need to nail down her rhythm. And it took me a long time. I kept saying, something's not right. Something's not right. And then I realized, don't stop. Just don't stop. Get it all. She gets, she wants you to hear her right now. She will get you in a corner and make sure it is all out of her mouth before she leaves you. And once you figure that out, you find someone's rhythm. Yeah. We all have a rhythm. Yeah. Yeah. But I was lucky. I was lucky. She was so generous and she was there and she just like, anything you need. What kind of things would you... Uh I mean, again, like, I'm just so curious about that, that process. Mm-hmm. Like, do you make a list of things that like, all right, these are the things I need for I the need to find out to execute this. Did yeah. this happen? What would you do? And, you know, and once this, you see the script, you're like, all right, story-wise, I need to know this stuff. Yeah, Maybe get some deeper stuff that I can Absolutely. internalize. Stuff that you, you does, is, isn't actually written, but you know it's sort of the story yeah. that you can always rely on. And I was like, you know, like, we're like a color palette. She's, oh, I have my color palette for her makeup. And so she gave me her color palette and I said, we shall use that. Found out her favorite designers. Like once we just got the, it sounds like little things, but once you get into wardrobe, most actors will tell you that does half the job for you. Oh really? Yeah. It does have like a shoes, specific shoe makes you walk a certain way. She had a very specific brand she liked. She liked things tailored a certain way. She had great assets, like show them off. Yeah. And I was like, if you got it, flaunt it. And so like for me, who will wear like a trash bag and belt it, you know, (laughs) She liked, it. she liked it nice and tight, you yeah. know, and I was like, all right, let's go there. Yeah. And, and it makes you feel different. Uh, little things even probably to like favorite drink and like favorite curse word and like that oh, stuff. Oh yeah, all not, that kind of yeah. stuff. I don't remember what her favorite curse word was, but. Yeah. What's your favorite curse word? Fuck me. Whoa. Like if I get mad, it's always at myself. So it's like, fuck me. You know, and everyone just kind of goes, oh, on sets. <laughs> should, we, should we laugh? Should we, is that okay to make a comment about? I'm like, yes, yes, you can comment on it. Did, uh. Uh, your, were you around, did your folks curse? Like were you? Around? No, my dad did a little bit. My mother, she she loved the word shit. Yeah, and I haven't heard, hearing a German say shit, shit. It's great. It just did, you know, like it was too punctuated. Oh, okay. Yeah, it didn't really too flow. short. Yeah, but that's the only one I ever heard her say was shit. And I remember I was young and I said, "Mom, I know what fuck means." <laughs> She's like, "What?" And then I came up with something. She was like, "No, that's that's not that's what it means. Not at all not what, what it means." Yeah, I felt I knew a lot. But then. keep trying. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh. Uh, does Betty White curse? Yes. And it's brilliant. Sailor mouth. But not really. People like to see her have a sailor mouth. She yeah. would prefer not to. 
Oh, really? Yeah, she would prefer not to. She's but a I lot think more distinguished, I think. Than yes, but it's so funny to see Betty like throw down the F-bomb, you know, that you're just like, oh, please, 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 please. Yeah. But she's, she's got more class. Like, she'd rather not dip that low. She'd rather, like, let me use my, the humor that I have, <laughs> which has worked really well for me all these years. Yeah. Yeah, but she'll, she'll drop it for you if it's, if it's necessary. Is there um, that, uh, I mean, you, just from my experience with you in one movie, mm-hmm. and I'm assuming this is how you've been all the time, like, mm-hmm. making people feel. <laughs> so sad that you think that, but go ahead. What? <laughs> well, I just think you've always been like a very easygoing, sweet, kind person, and you make people feel comfortable right away. I like that's people part of to your... feel comfortable because I am so worried about being uncomfortable myself. Great, but Great don't trait. you think that's what sort of comedy does? It's sort of like, yes. I'm going to level the. And that's why you're field. funny. Yeah, like yeah. you. Yeah, yes. it's like with yes. uh, my co-host Brad, who's a little person, right? Where He'll... is Brad right now? Uh, I wasn't a good enough client to, in, for him to show up in Tacoma, Washington. What's what's in? He Tacoma? heard you were afraid of little people, so. Oh my God. You know John Stamos is? We're trying to get him on the podcast. and he Also, uh, but I'm sure he'll show up for John Stamos, but he won't show up for me. He's in Tacoma. He's got to do stand-up. I don't care. What is he doing he's in Tacoma? He's about to have a kid. He's trying to like make a make a living. I know I told him. I was like, dude, you got to cancel that. He's like, trust me, man. He tried to look at flights to come back and skip his press, so mm. he's very bummed. Mm-hmm. And if I hear him interject himself into this thing, like all of a sudden he's cut into this podcast, <laughs> you need to just cut me into me saying, going, mm-mm, you're not here. No, you're not here. You're not here. He's not in this room. Oh, my God. Yeah. He... Uh, He'll make jokes about um, his size uh, mm-hmm. in a room right away to make yeah. people comfortable, you know. And uh, and I it's think a, we all do that. Yeah, all our fears, what we think are our shortcomings, yeah. are not. They're usually not on anyone else's brain. Yeah. You go, oh my god, these are the things I think about myself. I'm just going to throw it out there and say it yeah. now, and then that way they can't say it first and break my heart. Yeah, I yeah. remember when I first, the very first time I met you, I was walking out of my. I think I just gotten into like full dress uh, yeah. for the first day of the heat and and to go show. Paul, I'd grown my hair. You're sitting on your stairs and you look like a terrorist. Yeah. I remember that. I was like, who's that terrorist <laughs> on the steps? Why did we And then my him? son was with me and I put my son behind me and I go, this guy's shifty. He's like, just oh, looking no. at us. Push Louis behind me going, keep walking, walk faster, faster, faster. And he's like, you know, at that age, he's like his little chubby legs. He's just learning how to walk. And so I dragged cute. his ass across yeah, the parking yeah, lot. Yeah. And you had your, one of your dogs with you. There was a bigger dog. Mm. Was it Bob? Was it the shepherd? Yeah, yeah, yes. The shepherd? Yes, and because... Bobby Mayjean? Because I remember I was so... Look, I've been starstruck maybe three times, all mm-hmm. right? When I met Larry King at the movie theater when I was stoned, okay? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I was like, Larry, uh, what's going on, man? You getting some snacks? And he was like, do you mind? I'm with my nephew. You're, you're and I was like, lines. I just got interviewed by Larry King. Okay, you're, you're, yeah, you're a stalker. You need to stop that. No, so, so him, my local weatherman when I was uh, in the fifth grade in Seattle, Steve Poole, uh-huh. when I was at the aquarium, uh, and you. Uh-huh. And, so, and so when I'm sitting there, and I'm like, oh my God, like I, and I'm thinking, like, I gotta say, like, don't say something stupid, but try to be like mm-hmm. charming. And there's the first time, like, you're gonna, you know, be, be in scenes with her. Mm-hmm. And then I remember I walked up and I said uh, something uh, like, hey, I'm gonna, I think I'm in the movie, I, I hope, or something. And you were like, what? And I was like, I don't know. And then I was like, oh, is this your dog? And I went down to pet it. And you went like, bah! and I like jumped back and I was like, shit. And you were like, my dog, this is not gonna go well. And my you made dog that kind of a joke. stalker. <laughs> yeah. But you made a joke to kind of like, like make me feel a little bit better about that because I was like, oh, so nervous. It, you know what? It's, it's just people don't realize like you're so isolated as an actor. You're like in these little trailers that are basically a sink and a toilet, and you're just being pulled in and out. You had a toilet? Needed. I did. You didn't? <laughs> Dang. Mm-hmm. Living that toilet life. I'm living big life. That's, that's next level. Mm-hmm. I even had a little mini fridge. I had a my... sink. They were like, that's also a toilet. I was like. <laughs> well, that's from your, yeah. That's, yeah. That's from your, yeah. That's just how you roll. Yeah, that's a single life. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, but it's, it's an isolating world. Everyone thinks like, and we actors, just we just get so nervous and you're like, hi, so nice to work with you. Yeah. And then you're praying that you have a connection with someone, especially with comedy. You hope that you can riff or improv. You like, 
throwing throw something someone's way and then it drops you're like oh my god i'm i'm yeah. floundering it's it's a scary was that easy with melissa well melissa i quickly learned the first day she's not going to say one thing that's on the script yeah had that so, ever happened to you in any movie before not to that degree crazy because you sort of realize all your jokes are set up based on the script and i went okay so i looked at paul and i said how about we film all of melissa's stuff first and then I'll figure out how to react to yeah, it when yeah, you yeah. turn to mine. And that's how you fit in ours. Melissa and I are, what was so great about our characters, we were so opposite that yeah. I could play the one with the stick up my butt and yeah. just be very tight about everything. Yeah. She was a loose cannon. So you once we figured that out, I'd see, I love physical comedy. Yeah. I love physical comedy more than verbal comedy. She's the verbal comedy queen. I love the physicality of being stuck between a rock and a hard place, being uncomfortable. So once I figured out where I could play that in her vortex, yeah. We it went it went smoothly. Well, that that shot of you in Miss Congeniality is like iconic. Which one in film? Which uh, shot? Uh, when you're walking away from uh, when you like in the purple dress. Yeah. Oh, and you yeah. like uh, kind of. Um, you're walking away from is it Benjamin Bratt or who? Are you? Benjamin Bratt and and uh, Michael, Michael Caine. Caine. Yeah. Yes. And you're yes. walking away from them to trying to be all like composed, and then yeah. you like I am I am sweaty. Yeah. I'm hot. I mean that's like yeah. so funny to me. Physical comedy is everything. But it's hard to find. Yeah. It's hard to find things. Because I think you have to play everything really seriously. Yeah. I said, basically write it like a drama and I'll find the obstacles. Um, P- easy Chemistry with Ryan Reynolds, Michael Caine. Yes. Guys Mike, like, yeah. Michael Caine. Michael Caine was one of my sort of like those, those life moments where you just, you tick the box. Um, he just, your heart grows when you think about Michael Caine. Comedically, he nails it. Dramatically, he nails it. And just to have being able to banter with Michael Caine was he improvs. Yeah, brilliantly. Dang, he has to. People like Michael Caine yeah. have everything. We just have a third of it. Yeah. Um, Ryan Reynolds and I have known each other since he was prepubescent. You know, oh really? Twelve year old. Yeah, we've known each other for so long. Um, so that we, helps, right? We naturally have that thing. Yeah. It just we don't have to look that at each obvious. other. You have that rhythm. And it just happens. It's and so you, funny too, because then people are like, "How'd you do that scene where your guys were naked?" And you're like, "Well, like we're we didn't buddies, care, so it doesn't didn't, didn't even we, matter." We were just spent all the time just going cover it up. Brian, <laughs> Brian, Ryan, Ryan, you're hanging out. <laughs> and Fletcher, we were like, we asked yeah. for a close set. Yeah, We've yeah. all got our things up. She's behind the camera. We're, we're, when we, we think close set, you think no one else can see. No, close set means there's no people on the set, but everyone Still is crowded watching. around a monitor, monitor. They see everything. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's quiet. And now we're sitting there and we're waiting. I'm sort of bouncing on his knees and he's lying on his back with his knees up. We're just waiting and we've got pasties and things, you know, crazy. How do you cover the, the guys? Yeah, those things. And all yeah. of a sudden you hear Ann Fletcher <laughs> going, Ryan, I can see your ball sack. Cover it up. And I'm like... Oh my God, I'm trying not to look. Try not to look. Don't look at his ball sack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just, but you have to be, it is so uncomfortable and awkward and we're so into shaming our own bodies that when you have a scene like that, I will do it for comedy. Yeah. I will not do it in any you're, seriousness. You're fearless like that. At the what? You're fearless like that. For comedy, yeah. I will. And with because it was Ryan and because Anne made us feel so close and because you felt like you had a safety bubble, I'm like, they knew how uncomfortable it was you know there's no actor I mean that's not true I don't know any actor that I've met so far that goes yeah I'm shooting a naked scene I'm I just I feel so good about it <laughs> that's a Anyone good Glenn Close like impression is freak is a freak yeah and you don't really want to be around them because yeah. you know that they're into it for something else totally. like but if you feel someone opposite you that feels shamed like you do yeah and it's for the funny then it's a it, again comedy levels a playing field yeah and you feel okay um do you always have fun making movies is no. that a dumb question no. yeah no. Yeah, Sometimes, so many variables going to... It's a, it's a love-hate relationship. Yeah. And sometimes you're in a mix where there's just... You're dealing with human beings that are 
just should not be around other human beings yeah. that are running the ship. And it is so difficult when that happens. Cause you, cause I get in there and I go, I'm in it to win it. I'm here to collaborate. I'm here to like do everything I can. You work till four o'clock in the morning. And if it's not working, come back at seven. And, but if you work with human beings that shouldn't be around other human beings, it, it's a spirit crusher. And when it happens, it's, you take everything very personally. They go, don't take it personally. I go, how can you not take your work? And cause it's, it's your life. It's yeah. a lifetime. Have people so. ever uh, been so impressed by your um, acting that they've been like, what no. was it like going to space for gravity? Oh my God. Somebody did at the press junket ask yeah. Alfonso Cuaron what it was like filming in space. And he said, no, we were on stage. Said, no, but when you went to space. And he was like, we were on the stage. We weren't but there. But in stage space. But, but like, that's, no. that's to his credit. And, totally. and, the, and Chivo, the, the cinematographer, and all, this, all these special effects people that worked on that film, that two months before we started shooting that film, a certain part of the effects world hadn't been developed yet that we couldn't have pulled off some of the things. Like right two months before we started filming, something, when last piece clicked and they were able to Damn. film and do what they did in that film. So... There are artists, special effects artists that are true artisans that are becoming the filmmakers of our, our generation because they're creating fantasy on a level that, that, you know, every six months something new comes along. You were telling me during that too that that was just like the most physically demanding. Yes, but yeah. it was also the most emotionally rewarding yeah. film I've ever been on. And, yeah, it was and unbelievable. It was, but it was amazing. It was you watched amazing. that one, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. I watched that one. Because that was fucking bonkers. Like, that I can't wait for my kids to see. Yeah. You know, when Louis was little, like he just like he saw like the trailer to it. I had to approve the trailer, and like he loved George. He knew George is the guy who always had ice, and he had the dogs. Einstein. <laughs> we, I was missing ice somewhere, ice? and like like six months later, he goes, "But George has ice," and I'm like, "Oh my God!" Louis thinks that literally we're running he's out of ice, ice and that George will always have ice, and he's wondering where Einstein the dog is. It's the sweetest thing. That's amazing. But he didn't understand why I let George die. Whoa. He goes, why, why do you let him die? Yeah. Like, he really was hurt that it's George, the guy with the ice and the dog, <laughs> I let die. He had ice. How are you going to get ice? How are you going to get, get ice now? You have He's warm dead. drinks? He's dead. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I can't wait for them to see that. They haven't seen it yet. Um, we have, like, f- five minutes, maybe? Five minutes yeah, is good. More or less? Okay, yeah. cool. Do you mind? Um, she's I, the pit bull. Do you feel the pit bull behind me? She's great. She's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. You guys have known each other for a long time. Long time. Yeah. How long? 18 years? That's so cool. Like, I'm trying to turn to you, but I have a neck injury. I'm like, 18 years. No. I have a neck injury from press. No. From spinning and talking to the girls and sitting in a position for three days that I tweak my neck. I go, how sad is that? No, that's, uh, that's I'm impressed you're not more injured. Like, 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 you've been flying everywhere? Like, oh, that's the, and then I got on the plane and I'm spending all time talking like this and I get home, I'm like, <laughs> it's okay. But yeah, Cheryl's a, is a pit bull. <laughs> who does really good face, facial features she goes oh, yeah, that was, yeah but I, I understand what she meant by that and she will cut you if you ask the wrong question <laughs> yeah. um, do you want so I posted uh, by the way thank you for doing this you're welcome like, thank you for doing it I'm, I unbelievable I, I, feel, I hope it's not like I hope it's my first podcast because this is kind of fun this is yeah it's awesome and I hope I'm like be, like it's not doesn't feel like doesn't a normal suck. press no, it's more, it's more fun. Because I more wrote fun. a lot of questions and stuff, but then I was like, I don't want to be like, did you really drive the bus in speed? You know, like, I did a, in a couple you, scenes, yeah. You did? I did a little bit. Yeah. And I asked you got my bus driver's license. It's a joke. They, they just had a press You thing. had to get one for it? No, no, I didn't. Afterwards, they had this press thing. Like, we're going to go to the thing, and we're going to see if you can get your license. We'll just film it. It'll be funny. And I actually completed the bus. I had to back the bus around this circle. Like, and I, not question, and I crushed it i just nailed it and i got Damn. my i was i had the, i think my number was like santa monica municipal 2020 something i it's a, i gotta it's moments like that where you really like those unexpected you realize how victory. talented i really am <laughs> yeah yeah when i parallel parked the bus yeah um 
so I, I posted uh, that you were going to do this because then people obviously you have, you have some fans out there. Do they there. send in questions? Yeah. I love see, I love this kind of stuff. Really? I love when, yes. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, uh, Twitter, Instagram. I'm just going to read a few and then okay. we'll and then we'll wrap this up. Alrighty. Um, okay. Uh, the first one. Um, how many months of the year does she live in New Orleans? Mm-hmm. As many. And what's as, your pin number? And, and my pin. Yeah. <laughs> pin number is thirteen sixty five. Yeah, yeah. Um, and whenever we can get there, and it's it's an ebb and flows. It it it, it ebb and flows because of when I'm working, the kids, you know, because now that the kids are in school, you yeah. have to work around stupid kids' schedule. I know. Oh, oh, Jesus, them and but their I love activities. It. I love it. I love that it sort of gives me a structure. Yeah. Um, and yeah, but you know, Mardi Gras. If we can get to a Mardi Gras, you love it. Is, it. I love it. Is it the it. best ever? I've never been. It is the best ever because the entire community comes together. And how often does an entire community come together for something outside of themselves where they're all on the same page? Yes. I don't care about your political affiliation. I don't care. But when you're in New Orleans on Mardi, in Mardi Gras, there's so much love and joy and you just got to see the bands. You got to see the Warren, Warren Easton's band, She's, Warren Easton yeah. High School's band. And you've uh, you've got to go lot. represent. When they come down, like I'm crying. It's usually raining. They are killing it. They are. They're just. It's. It's. They play it's, in the middle of Mardi Gras. Or yeah. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Most high schools are playing in the middle of Mardi Gras. Anyone, any high school of note that's got a band is is killing it. That's awesome. Got to go to Mardi Gras. You have to do it it's once a, okay. once in a lifetime and just just and take it in. Damn. All right. Um, was she ever intimidated or genuinely in awe of working with a legend like Michael Caine on the set of Miss Congeniality? I guess we kind of covered that, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, Adam, I'm a longtime fan of Sandra's, and when I say fan, you're I mean you're making the voice. You're you're on your Sorry. verge to making the lady voice. Adam, I'm a longtime fan of Sandra's, and when I say fan, I mean Hope Floats is tattooed on me for life. Anyway, okay, is this a gay man? That's but, question? <laughs> hey, you know we you don't went know. There. We don't, okay. yeah. yeah, I would appreciate it so much if you would ask her mm-hmm. what tools is acting giving you that have helped shape you into the beautiful person you are today. Oh my God! Well, I'm not a beautiful person. I have allergies and puffy face. Oh shush! Um, you know what's hardest for an actor to do because we're all fighting for our moments and we always assume that our moment is when our mouth is moving and we're saying something really witty. A lot of times it's when we are listening to just quietly listen and react to your partner and whoever's opposite you as an actor is the hardest thing to learn. Um, and to, to realize that I, it's, it's hard to explain because I always think that, Oh man, I nailed that scene. Cause I did this, I did that. And then I see it and I'm like, Oh my God, be quiet. Stop moving. You know, stillness and listening sometimes is the best thing you can do in your acting. And that translates to life. You know, I'm, I, once I had kids, I learned I was incredibly impatient. I was always jumping ahead of what I thought they wanted and people wanted and that I knew better because of my life experience. Right. But in fact, if I just shut up and, listen for and a I listened, I realized I knew nothing. And, and I, so listening and being quiet and taking it in, I think has just helped me tremendously in life. Damn, that's great advice. Um, from Emily Higgins, who's actually uh, a good friend of mine, and, and she says arguably your biggest fan, which I'm sure like that's, every person you've met has been like, I'm no, your biggest. No, some of them are like, I'm not crazy about your work, but can you tell Kate? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yes, I can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what's great? I just remembered when we, um, uh, you, Melissa, and Michael, and I went to some tapas restaurant in Did Boston. Did you say topless restaurant? It was a topless tapas restaurant. That night? Yes. Don't you bring up that night. I'm not going to bring up that night. Okay. But I will say on the way out, and this was like, um, uh, again, just great sense of humor. And, how, and it was my first time seeing like you interact with 
people too, yeah. right? Because yeah. we were offset, and there was a, a girl she was about to get married in her like bachelorette party. Do you remember? Uh-huh. Like yeah. on the way yeah. out, yeah. And yeah. they were like, "Oh my god, I just want to say like I don't want to bug you, but like we're big, we're all big fans, or whatever." And they were freaking out, and you were so sweet to them. And and then one of them even uh, one of the girls in the group was like, "Any advice for her before she gets married?" And you were like, "Don't don't do, do it. it." Yeah. And, yeah. and they all laughed, and then you were like, "No, no, it's great, whatever," and and real sweet with them. And uh, that's a fun night. Remember, all Melissa and I kept doing was saying Shazam because every <laughs> song that came on, we kept Shazamming it, going, "What yeah. is this? Will I am? This yeah. is amazing!" Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Melissa was rapping about my beard. Uh, Melissa will rap about anything. Yeah, <laughs> she's hilarious. And then yeah, that was yeah. a that was crazy. So back to your friend Emma. Uh, so she her question: um, uh, How can fans get their hands on the Working Girl TV show? And since that's not an interesting question, but a logistical <laughs> one, here's another: You've expanded and built onto the Ocean's universe. Is there an off-the-air TV show you'd like to expand on? There, and if you could say her oh, name, she'll freak out. We make an off-the-air. You know. I, I was on a bus ride back from Austin. I went, oh my God, I need to remake One Day at a Time. I love that show. Yes. And it turns out someone already did. Oh, <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh. I think um, Archie Bunker show, I think that, that, especially since we are in such a political climate where people are unable to communicate and speak and, and put their toe in the water. I mean, we saw what happened with Roseanne. I think the Roseanne show could have been such a jumping off point for having political conversations from yeah. both sides of the fence totally. within the same family. My dad is Republican. Half my family is Republican. I'm a Dem- well, I'm, I'm, just, I'm a Democrat, but I'm, I think I'm more of an independent. Like, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't care. But yeah, it was a great backdrop to have so both great, sides but represented. I think, I think he, he could be such a great, because he was such a ignoramus and such a racist, but with a kind heart. He didn't yeah. realize he was a racist. Yeah. And I think... That kind of conversation needs to happen. I mean, that that would be amazing. I think Chico and the Man should be redone. I Please, think there's so I'm many. Right here, ready but for again, that show. I think this is where we're talking about people that are from different cultures, living in our country. You know that the jokes about race, and you know when we have real conversations and we allow everyone to come to the table, you can have comedy. We don't have to be so PC because we know we're not out to hurt each other. Yeah. You know, please make fun of the white people because we're idiots half the time. Yeah. We're the ones that came up with the hateful N-word. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, we need to be called to the table, and we, but we need to be able to talk. So And TV and film, I mean, it's just such a great platform. It's a great platform. It's amazing. To and, be effective. And, and have great writers out there that can have the conversation and be fair to all parties. <sighs> just because you don't believe in that, you got to give equal to, again, it's about listening. Yeah. Listening, 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 and we're not doing enough listening this time. And yeah. I think anything that has that, I don't think Working Girl is that platform, but I think there are so many other shows that, that would be amazing to do that. Great question, Emily Higgins. Thank you, Emily Higgins. <laughs> um, what's been, a few more, wrap yeah. it up. Okay. No, I'm, uh, I'm what, this. what was more. <laughs> she was like, but I have shit to do. Yeah. Okay, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She has other clients. I'm not her only client. Okay, okay. okay. Um, two more questions? Yes. Great. <laughs> Cheryl's going no I'm going yeah uh, this is a good one uh, would you rather have the hiccups for the rest of your life or always feel like you're going to sneeze but never can god hiccups yeah. I get the hiccups all the time I just had the most terrible I might even send you the audio of it from a podcast well maybe not it's kind of gross but uh, but uh, I couldn't stop uh, you know what you do and my buddy was laughing so hard he was crying because we were doing a podcast and it kept it was so guttural and like it was just the craziest noises and he was like what is inside of you that's just like not normal <laughs> that wants to come out <laughs> yeah because it was so it was like these antibiotics I was on for strep or whatever and, My and God, it was strep. just I've had it three of the kids it is going around and yeah. around and around I've had it three it was two times I broke my finger on Ocean's 8 what? smashed in the door oh yeah look split it open and my finger's crooked I literally slammed it in the door Thanksgiving because I had laryngitis and strep 
All I looked at my finger was like, when I open the door, please let the tip be there. And so I literally had a cast on the tip of my finger for half them. So they had to CGI it out. I was always high. I became a lefty. I had a right lefty. Welcome to the club. It was like, but strep. I don't know what is happening out there. It's bonkers. So hiccups. Yeah. Because that's. Have someone ask you how to spell fish and it recalibrates your brain. What? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Is that some like secret celebrity? It's a secret mom thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's not secret. Um, uh, somebody just said, I've met her too. Helped track down her dog at the airport 20 years ago. She was cool. <gasps> Do you oh remember that? Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah. Okay. A lot of comments and questions. If I this is send the guy more. that I think it is, this is going to make me cry. My dog, <clears throat> remember when Continental Airlines still existed? Yes. Um, I had a little dog and I was traveling to Jackson Hole, Wyoming. They came and took me off the flight and they said something happened to your dog. I got to my dog. My dog was unconscious, lying in the side of the cage, like making these weird sounds. I couldn't get her to look at me. We ran to this hospital. I noticed the side of the cage was all melted. And they were like, and the Continental was saying, no, no, there's something wrong with your dog. I was like, there was nothing wrong with my dog. And if this is the guy, I literally was talking about him the other day going, if I could find this person, I just want to thank him. Because he was a baggage handler. He came to the vet and he says, I want you to know there was nothing wrong with your dog. Someone had taken the cage off the conveyor belt and put it by the exhaust, gave her carbon monoxide poisoning, melted the cage. She died two weeks later. And the, the airlines, I was like, I'm going to sue. And I said, you know what? They were like, well, we'll settle for like 3000 bucks. I said, you know what? No, I want the right when I have a, vo- a, a platform to say this airline killed my dog because they didn't take care of it. And they were trying to lie. And he came, risked his own job by telling me, he goes, no, there's nothing wrong with your dog. Someone placed her by the exhaust. So if this is the guy, Dang. I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. And I literally just had a conversation the other day going, this man was amazing. He was a young kid that came and, you know, didn't have anything to gain by doing it. Yeah. I wasn't famous. I didn't, you know, it was like, he just was helping me out with my dog. If that's, this is that guy, thank yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it. That, that seems, isn't it amazing how like in the universe Yeah, that's crazy. Happen? Again, yeah. that's like yeah. why social media can be cool. Exactly. And not all just. You'll be my social media. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, last question. Okay. Um, what was more nerve-wracking, prepping for your role in Minions, which I know, uh, <laughs> you know, you that was... That was nerve-wracking, because you know how much I like doing voiceover. Yeah, which I was great. I hate it. I'm Pre- terrible at prepping it. Prepping for that, yeah. or um, what was more nerve-wracking, that, or um, realizing um, that Adam, <laughs> during the filming of The Heat, was going to have to motorboat you uh, during an improv that Paul okay. Feig asked for. Okay. Um, well, I think the probably what was really challenging for you was motorboating me. Because I don't have any boobs. Not true. Uh, Very true. Nerve-wracking, by the way. Oh. Imagine being me, first movie. Here, motorboat. A lot of people. Okay. He's just yelling it out. I mean, I've told this story on stage <laughs> because it was like, yeah. you know, just a very outer body experience yeah. where you're like, all right, I'm already just like, can't believe that this is all happening right You're now. You've been branded a terrorist. Yeah. Now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Her dog already doesn't like me. <laughs> and my kid I had to keep away from you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, and just hearing, you know, during that dancing scene, like, all right, like, now put your face in between her boot. And I'm just like... Dude, but I was wearing a push-up bra. Don't have a bra, big so they, smile when you go down. Like, don't yeah, like yeah. you know. You were very you did you were okay. very calm about it. Okay, and I had good. I was wearing a push-up bra, so they're kind of coming close. <laughs> yeah, no, they were hugging me. Were they? Yeah, it's probably because I was pushing them. <laughs> you know, so it's here's what's so like funny about all that too. Like the amount of people that after that, you know, obviously you're like, what's it like to work with? You? What was it? And then some people being like, was it was it just great? Like, what did they did it smell great? Oh, did it smell great? Yeah, I think it smelled pretty good, right? Smell great. Right, yeah, then. you take oh, care yes. of yourself. Yeah. Smell great. Yeah, yeah. Um. 
Last question. Last question. Yes, that's it. This I love you. It. My sisters and I memorized the lines from Miss Congeniality one summer. What was your favorite line from that movie um, and her favorite scene from that film or favorite line from any movie she's done? Okay, Miss Congeniality. Um, oh my God, there's so many good ones. I mean, there's the one that annoys more parents. He want to kiss me. Yeah. I made that Classic. up on the spot. Did you? Like, yeah, it's the, I mean, everyone does that. Everyone does the sing-songy annoying thing that just like turns into yeah, this. Yeah, but that became one. such a like iconic yeah, part of that movie. That's my favorite because parents are like, oh my God, if my daughter sings, I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, every film has like moments. That's This is where writers just go unappreciated because so many of the greatest lines in cinema are not improv. Yeah. They're by someone who's by themselves in a room thinking about you and your character and just it's epic lines. Yeah, so Al when, Pacino when, didn't improvise, say hello to my little friend. Say hello to my little friend. It's a good Pacino. Yeah, it's so good. Every do, t- every, no matter you do what, Pacino like, doing karaoke, then you'll be more comfortable. Oh my God, it'd be so great. <laughs> I don't, it's, no. um, but you know what? I think this is where we got to give credit to the writers because yes. they make us look so good and get no credit at all. Yes. And, and any great line that I had, I'm sure was written by some lonely writer in with a pack of cigarettes and a bottle of whiskey, male or female, yeah. um, creating uh, memorable moments for us to benefit from while they go on to, you know, sitting rooms by themselves yeah. writing. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm so glad we did um, this. this. Thank you. Nice. It was awesome to see you. I hope it's better than Melissa and Ben's. Oh, this is you've you've. This is going to be a, a big episode. Do you for edit sure. these or do you just let them? Uh, I'll probably send it to your uh, your team you, just to give them the nothing, option to like. There's nothing you can't say in here. Right? Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Ocean's Eight is out. Yeah, go see it. Yeah, that's why you're here. I'm excited for. Uh, um, it's a good thing to go and forget life. Yes. Yeah, it's one that's. Just yeah, we need entertainment more than ever right now. And yeah. movies like this are straight up like popcorn. Like exactly. sit back, right? Yeah. Like exactly. Just you don't have to think back, too much. Let us do the driving. Whoa. See, that's the voice I use. That, Why don't you sit back and, and let see? Us, that could also be the tagline for the movie. Sit back. Let, let us, us do, do the do driving. The, yeah, let us be the getaway driver of whoa. your life. Whoa. whoa. I think that's you should just end whoa. it right there. Good night, everybody. <laughs> just drop the mic. Drop, it. Yeah. drop it. <laughs> no. There it is. Subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast. Give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessamay Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow?
<laughs> nice. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.